0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. here, Let me get what I want to show you because I want to help you lose weight. And it's really too hard to do it on your own if you have insulin resistance. Most people don't even know they have it. If you have diet resistance, by the way, stand straight up, look down at your toes, and if there's something in the way, and I'm not being insulting, you probably have insulin insulin resistance. And I had a doctor actually say that to a friend of mine. So this has some medical application. But this product contains the mct c And it's the fat loss burning ingredient that's present in all keto diets. This works. This will burn off the fat. All you do is tear off the corner here, pour in the prescribed amount into your favorite drink. It's odorless, tasteless. You stir it up and then drink it. And that's all there is to it. And what ends up happening with this? Well, you'll lose weight. And if you're not happy with the product for any reason, you get your money back. 60-day money back guarantee. 51% 51% off free shipping and all other kinds of benefits, including they published the science and layman's terms on how this works. All you have to do is go to keto with Hodges.com. That's keto with Hodges.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, I promised you last night, I would go through the Trump indictments and gather as much information as I can. And I know there's still more to come out, but uh, as I mentioned last night, Trump, And 18 other co-conspirators have been indicted. And some of this stuff is not even worth the paper it's written on, but it carries a mandatory sentence in here. Let me uh, uh, pull up the document so I can actually reference this properly. And you have to go to Scribd to get it. And uh, the print's too small on Scribd to really be screen-friendly. So I'm going to go through and highlight some of the main points um, First of all, count number one, and there's 41 counts, 98 pages. And as I mentioned last night, amazingly, these geniuses on the, on the grand jury took less than a day to deliberate all 41 charges. It was a rubber stamp, grand jury. It's a frickin' joke. This is what justice has become in our country. Listen to this. Count number one, state of Georgia versus, and they list all the people, A violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeering Influencing Corruption Organizations Act. This carries a mandatory sentence. I believe the minimum is five years. Don't quote me on that, but I know it carries a minimum mandatory sentence. Trump will be in jail. Guarantee you. If they get a grand jury uh, that uh, would rubber stamp something, this horse crap that we're going to go through, uh, it just tells you that these people have no understanding of the law. And they're so biased against Trump and against the GOP in general. There you go. So let's go through this. Solicitation of the violation of oath by a public officer. So when Trump had his uh, conversation with the um, Secretary of State of Georgia, he said, you need to find me more votes. In other words, what he could be saying is, you need to find me more votes because I know there's cheating. I know there's ballot stuffing. We've got it on video. And there's evidence to support Trump from the 2000 mules where Georgia is one of the sites where you see this. Um he had reason to believe this. Now, do I know for sure it's true? Did I go pull ballots out of boxes and, "Oh no, you put in 18." But I'm just saying that Trump was in his right to say that. If you're a public official and running for office and you believe you've been defrauded and you believe that video evidence I just referenced supports your position, then you have a right to go to the public official in charge of the election and say, find me more votes because I know bad things are going on. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. He didn't offer him a a bribe. There's no solicitation. It's the suggestion that there's more votes for him to be had than what we're seeing. That's not a crime. Continuing. Continuing. False statements and writings, and this appears all the way through this, false statements and writings. Um, Do you know that, as I mentioned last night, but I found out more as I dug into this, a lot of these charges are for what Trump tweeted. He didn't threaten anybody. He said this election was stolen. That's protected First Amendment political speech. And most of it wasn't even within the jurisdiction of Fulton County. They have no jurisdiction over what he writes on Twitter, as long as he's not threatening someone inside of Twitter or trying to facilitate a crime inside Fulton County, which there's no evidence for this whatsoever. This is a joke. And anyone who answered his tweet that's on his staff has been indicted. Twitter. Indicted for what he has said to the media outside of Fulton County. That's illegal as well. It's part protected political First Amendment free speech, which really does not exist in America anymore. Um, here's one here that caught me off guard. Impersonating public officers. I looked into this. There's an allegation that someone on Trump's staff tried to illegally look at votes and said he was someone other than what he said. I have no idea if this is true or not true. That's a crime if it happened, but that does not reflect back on Donald Trump. He is not charged with 41 counts. He's charged with 18 of the 41 counts, and I and I, this is one of the counts he is not charged with. So this goes to a member of his staff. And if they did that, yeah, they deserve to be prosecuted. Will they get a fair trial? Hell no. Um, Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree? Well, first of all, that's not Trump. Secondly, I have no idea what this refers to. So that's another allegation that you see out here. Okay, now let's get down to the brass tacks here too. There's a collusion and a conspiracy going on between Jack Smith, Alvin Bragg of Manhattan, and this clown show who must have got her law degree at Kmart in Fulton County. They are conspiring to work together to go after Donald Trump. It's a Democratic hit operation. There's no question about it. And what you need to know is Donald Trump may be lucky if he's convicted and goes to jail. I'll cover that in just a minute. But there is collusion. You want to talk about RICO racketeering? Okay. Jack Smith should already be impeached from his position, and disbarred and indicted because he left out exculpatory evidence where Trump clearly told the J6 crowd to be peaceful. He never encouraged any illegal activity, didn't incite anybody. I heard what he said. I don't need the mainstream media to interpret anything. I don't need Jack Smith to leave out key phrases, which he did do. Okay, I don't need that. I know what Trump said. You know what Trump said. Most of us have heard this, and we know this is total horse crap. This is such a rigged event, but I'm going to step aside from this. The real problem here is not with a corrupt DA in Fulton County, and she's clearly corrupt, or Jack Smith, who's clearly corrupt, or Alvin Bragg, who's clearly corrupt. The problem is with your Congress and the alleged Republicans, and I say alleged Republicans because most of them are uniparty, including Kevin McCarthy. All they want to do is run for re-election based upon allegations they're getting against the Biden crime family. You know funny no one's indicting them. Congress is not moving to impeach. One article of impeachment's been delivered, but it hasn't been acted on by McCarthy, it's not been assigned to a committee, nothing's going to happen because McCarthy's one of them. So, Congress is doing nothing. They should immediately hold impeachment proceedings on Garland, Mayorkas, Rantham for conflict of interest in this energy company that's failed, Proterra, of which she drew money illegally in violation of her oath of office and her fiduciary responsibility to the government. She should be gone. So there's three cabinet members definitely should be gone. Mayorkas. Uh, no, no question. Uh, what about Budigich? Well, incompetence. Perhaps. He's not smart enough to be criminally corrupt. But incompetence, absolutely. Guy couldn't fix a pothole when he was a mayor. So you have these people that need to be gone in addition to Biden. And they're not doing anything. Hold the trial. This is why I said toss them all. Anti-incumbent. If we get to the 2024 election and there's a lot of people Wondering what I'm wondering, Are there? Is there really going to be an election? And that'll be another topic for another time. Uh, for the first time ever, I've considered this as a real possibility. In fact, the WF came out and said, because of AI, we don't need elections. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm going to cover the World Economic Forum a little bit later. But you have a do-nothing Congress, and this is where the problem lies. They're facilitating the abuse against Donald Trump with their silence. There's a few that aren't. Not many. Not many. I remember in 2015, stories surfaced that the CIA had set up offshore accounts for 300 people in Congress. That story got buried in the mainstream media and never surfaced again. I don't know if it's true, but we have to start looking for explanations on why the GOP would treat a man like Donald Trump in the way they are when he's the only candidate capable of winning office at the presidential level. He's the only one. So why would they abandon their only hope? Because they're part of the problem. That's why. They're corrupt. Well, there's another issue to consider, too. And I need to go back further in my notes. There's a pattern that people follow. There's a pattern that people follow, ladies and gentlemen, when they get rid of a public official. And I'm not talking straight dictatorship where they have to go through and pretend they're following the rule of law. And I say pretend. Let me go back here and bring myself back up on screen. Um, What we have is a pattern that's a tried and true pattern that's being used against Donald Trump. It was done to John Kennedy. Number one, extreme vilification. He's a racist. Orange man, bad. The total vilification of an identity so people, oh, Trump, I hate him. Well, what is it about him you don't like? Oh, he's a racist. But they can't give you any solid evidence. They're just repeating what they've been conditioned to say by the mainstream media. And no one in history has ever been through what Trump's been through as a president. Ever. Ever. Not Richard Nixon. Not anybody. Not even Jimmy Carter, as bad a president as he was. Because that's vilification. Two is they attack you on the money basis. They try to cut into your donor base if you're a politician. Have they done that? Absolutely. That's what ESG is all about. ESG says, if you do not do what we want in the S part, the social part, which extends into the cultural and political, then we will give you bad credit and you'll never be able to get credit because your ESG rating will be in the toilet. And when we reform the economy on the other side, you will be nowhere to be found. You won't be considered to be the essential business. Where have we heard that phrase before? Oh, that's right. The lockdowns. You sell pants, you sell pants, but you're a big donor in a big box store. You stay in business, you're essential. You little guy here, probably a Republican because you're a small business owner. Bye-bye, you're non-essential. That's part of the hold of ESG, and this is why companies like Target and Bud Light are willing to take tremendous hits to their bottom line. Why? I was at a concert the other and this is kind of interesting. They had a uh, Bud Light booth. Okay, And all the vendors, so they sell their stuff at the concert. There was no one at the Bud Light booth. (laughs) Why are they willing to take these hits? Because they want to come out the other side of economic reform and be a favored son. I played ball. Now I want my reward. And that's exactly what's happening. And so people that support Trump on a corporate basis, your persona non grata. You'll get a low ESG score. So that's the second thing they have done to Trump. The third thing they have done to Trump was destabilize the country under his watch. This is very, very typical. Destabilization can occur on many fronts, but when you're the president, it occurred with the BLM and, and Antifa riots. Um When we had the infamous case out of Ohio in which the police acted inappropriately resulted in the death of someone that was being detained, Um I do agree it was manslaughter. A lot of people think I'm going too far with that. But no, it was police abuse. But what excuse is that to burn down Seattle, burn down Portland, have all the other riots, kill police officers? Um Two wrongs make a right now. Is that the justification I'm hearing? But it all came back to Trump. It's destabilizing the society. Let's defund the police and make. America, a less safe place to be. And who's in charge? Well, that's who we hope we blame. withdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. So that's the third step. The fourth step is what we're seeing here. Misusing the legal process to try to put someone in jail so they can't run for office. Or the minimum, even if you can't get a conviction... Because I believe this all, if the Supreme Court's worth a damn, they would throw all this out. And by the way, people in Congress should be petitioning the Supreme Court to step in and stop this as election interference and judicial misconduct. There's no question that it's going on. But no one in Congress is supporting Donald Trump, except for a few like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. So the fourth process is the legal harassment aspect of it. Guess what the fifth one is? All four of these were done to John Kennedy. All four, and he still would have won re-election, same as Trump. They cut short what they were going to do. Kennedy had had affairs with two people who were not friends of America. The first one was in World War II uh, with a German spy named Ingrid Arvid. Now he probably didn't know she was a spy. Yeah, they had an affair. When he didn't break off the affair, they shipped him to the Pacific to become a PT boat commander, where he won the Medal of Honor. The second one was with an unnamed East German spy after he was president. And they were preparing to go to Congress with this in the opposition party and bring this out. But someone cut it short and said he's got to go. That someone would have been the CIA, which clearly now is out in the mainstream media as being responsible as the planning and the brain trust for doing away with Kennedy. But the fifth is assassination. If Trump survives these legal challenges and is still a viable candidate, I think you need to pray for his safety. I think there's no question. This man's life is in danger. Now I will tell you, I've had discussions with people in government. One of them, Doug Thornton, when he was a DHS supervisor, one of the discussions and he and I've talked about on our show together that Doug said was this is that no one's going to believe the single assassin got a diary saying what he was going to do thing that we happened with MLK, JFK, RFK. No one's going to believe that crap. No one. So what DHS was talking about in their private meetings, according to Doug was and I've heard this, too, from other sources, is that an assassination can take place as it looks like a mass casualty event, and it just happens that your target is the collateral damage. And that's what they were thinking was the most likely way. If Trump was life was to be moved on, that would be it. But because of the sensitivity of Kennedy, and I said this, oh, boy. I used to have students ask me when I'd go to, various classes. And I would speak to students about the Kennedy assassination. Well, Mr. Hodges, this was over 35 years ago. Why is this important today? And I said, because talking about it today to show you the BS that happened and how we were lied to and how this was a conspiracy, uh, it, it could protect future presidents. And it has keeping the Kennedy assassination information alive has protected other presidents. So you've got to go to an alternative. And I'm not saying it necessarily has to be a mass casualty event and the target is collateral damage. Although I'm telling you, DHS firmly believed that before Biden took over. Okay, so let's let's get down to brass tacks here. I believe if Trump survives, his life is in grave, grave danger. These people know they can't beat him. That's number one. Number two, some of their persecution has backfired. The more they indict, the more popular he becomes. But I will also tell you, too, there's an in-between step. We'll call it step 4A. It's not typically legal, but it's an outgrowth of the legal. And I saw this in 2016. (laughs) In 2016, there were a couple of Republican spokespeople in the GOP. They said, well, we don't care who wins the primaries. We will decide who the candidate will be. <laughs> what? Oh, I went nuts. I went after, and I'll feel the need to attack him again. I did my job then, but I went after one of the spokespeople for this ridiculous view. And I was tough. I was fair and I was accurate, but I was tough. And the guy's wife even wrote to me to beg for mercy to let up. And I wasn't inciting anything against the man, except for he should be removed from his position in the GOP. Was the only thing I, I, I was moving to, to try to get. But, uh, we got our way and many people joined that chorus. Um, the GOP is greatly compromised, as I have warned you. And McConnell will sabotage Trump, even if he got the nomination, he'll withdraw. He'll, he'll, he'll deny him funds. The same with Ronan McDaniel, the head of the RNC. McCarthy won't organize along political lines to support Trump and neither will McConnell. McConnell has an agreement with Chuck Schumer. It's come out publicly that they want to get rid of America first candidates in the Senate. Well, Donald Trump would fit into that scheme. So there you go. Bye bye, Donald. So there's four A. So you have the legal and then you have the spinoff. He's not electable. He's got a cloud hanging over his presidency. And I'll tell you, you know who's working for the other side. Bill Barr... Who won't shut his fat mouth, uh, uh, Bill? You, we're still waiting for explanations from you on Ruby Ridge and mm-hmm, your cover up there. How you protected a murderer, uh, and that's public information. And Congress paid off on that, so don't tell me it's not true. Congress paid Randy Weaver three point five million for the allegation. I'm sta- I'm stating here, Congress found in Randy Weaver's favor. So he he opens his mouth all the time, and then Chris Christie, like anyone cares what he has to say. Seriously, Chris Kitsey and I mean this lovingly, he needs this product very badly. And he's got a big fat mouth, probably for which there's no cure. And every time you turn around, it's Trump this and Trump that. He plays for the other side. He's uniparty. Bill Barr is establishment deep state. And that's what Trump has to contend with. And do I think Trump can become president? No, I do not. Will I continue to support him? Yes. Because you walk into a game and you're the underdog and you think the odds of winning are pretty low, doesn't mean you don't give it your best effort. Trump is the best chance that the people have to get a man in there who will try to filter through some of the BS and help America again like he did before. Pray for Donald Trump. Pray for America. And get off your butt and start helping me with this toss-them-all get rid of the incumbents. They need to know it's coming because there's a phenomenon in research that we call the Hawthorne principle. And we like to observe people in research when they don't know we're looking at them because their behavior will change if they feel they're being watched. Same principle applies to congressmen. They see the light when they feel the heat. And if we could simply... Tell them, hey, we're coming for your jobs. We may not get all of you, but we can get some of you. They'll scramble like hell, and maybe we'll start to see a semblance of them at least going through the motions of doing the right thing. I'm Dave Hodges. You've been watching The Common Sense Show, and I uh, just want to direct you over to the TV. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we have a great show there. Um, commercial-free, censorship-free, five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. We're everywhere and anywhere. Um, We're on all the major providers. And we're there because we have a panel of experts that are helping you and me to navigate these unprecedented times we live in. And, And really, there's no roadmap to deal with what's happening and what's coming. And we do a pretty good job of telling you this is what's happening, and we do a good job of making suggestions uh, the Common Sense CommonSenseShow.tv is where you want to go. And one final thought. Someone wrote into the comment section, okay? And, and you can express your opinion, and you can express your opinion and be dead wrong. When someone says, Dave, why don't you ever make a suggestion on what to do? Gee, I'm trying to start the Toss the Mall movement. Does that not count? Obviously, it was an infrequent visitor. We do, on the TV show, proliferate that show with suggestions on what to do. We help people. And that's why the show is popular. Join us, The